Welcome. Welcome to the Money Mentors Podcast. Good morning and thank you for joining us here on Money Mentors. I'm Laurel Stewart and my husband is with me today back in studio, Taylor. He's one of our advisors. So we're excited to have you with us this weekend. I'm sure it's nice outside, but hey, you know you're going to talk about finances and start that spring cleaning on this side of it Mm -hmm. with us. Absolutely. And there are a number of things you can check off your list. We're going to talk about some of those today. Some of them are really easy steps. Some of them are the steps we put off, though. And um, speaking of that, I I put off my taxes until this weekend. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) I don't know. I am so far behind this year. We're going to get to that a little bit later on today's show, too. Yeah, we're guilty of it, too. But if you need help with anything that we discussed today, if there's something that comes up that you think, you know, I haven't heard anything about that from my advisor or from some of the other shows that I listen to, feel free to reach out to our team at matsonfinancial.com. But let's jump right in here this weekend, Taylor and Laurel. Now, I know the recent bank failures have been making lots of headlines, and the market fallout, too, has a lot of us, I think, questioning the safety of our own dollars in the bank. Now, what's protected and what's not when it comes to things like our various accounts, our retirement accounts, and that sort of thing? And is there anything in particular we can do to maybe better protect some of those dollars? I think it's important to start out with how do we protect those dollars in the bank? Number one, want to make sure you're banking with an institution that is FDIC insured. FDIC insurance is only going to cover those deposits to, you know, checking, savings, money market accounts, CDs as well, but there are limits. Okay. okay. So 250000 is that limit. And that would be not just by accounts, but that could be by institution. So when you think of, well, I might have some investment account stocks, bonds, mutual funds, so on and so forth within my bank that is FDIC insured, that does not mean that those investments are FDIC insured insured. They are not. So there could be some misconception or or just misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. Anything inside your 401k is not FDIC insured. It is not guaranteed. So if something happens, you're taking the brunt of that investment risk when it comes to those types of investments. Yeah. I mean, this is a really great way, if you haven't had this conversation, to understand how your dollars are allocated. Now's the time. One of the things that we do during our meetings on the board is talk about risk versus guaranteed assets because when it comes to asset allocations, you should have a blend of both of these. Mm -hmm. So if we're looking at risk side of things, right, that's got the various stocks and there's some different non-correlated assets, things like real estate, private equity, hedge funds, you know, foreign currency, where you're getting still investing on the risk side of things. But then you look at the safety, right, or the more so guaranteed side, and that's where you're looking at those guaranteed assets, being CDs, money markets, and fixed annuities. Now, you might also have a pension, and you're thinking, well, I've got that on my guaranteed side, or Social Security, that's on the guaranteed side in a way with your income. And yes, however, I'm going to pause or have that kind of dot, dot, dot here when it comes to your pension, because pension funds still go belly up. Yeah. And so it's not to say, hey, if you have this option to either take the lump sum or take payments over time, no matter what, take the lump sum, not necessarily true. It might make more sense to take those payments. But we need to think about legacy and longevity. We have a client, for an example, who they thought, well, hey, I'm going to receive X amount every month for the rest of my life. Well, then we looked at this and said, well, you know, Joe, there isn't a spousal option here. 
So this all is great, but what happens if you pass tomorrow or 10 years from now? What is Susie going to do with that loss of income? And he was like, oh, gosh, I I see that. So we called the company. You know, they did have a joint life option. And so what we do is look at that, too, and say, well, what does that joint payout look like? Because another thing to remember is that's good for you, Joe, and good for you, Susie. But when you both die, those payments stop. So if we flip on the other side of that and say, well, let's invest this lump sum amount, you still get those payments over time, like you do your guaranteed payment. But if there's something that's left over after you both die, do you want that to go to your heirs? And a lot of people say, yes, that's my hard-earned money. So I want to see that go on for longevity. But once again, all these different things that we think and talk about, but now's the time for you to really ask these questions with your advisor. Absolutely. And again, sometimes negative headlines like this, it forces us to think more about the protection mm-hmm. of our own dollars. I think there's a, a silver lining in all of this. But if you haven't had that conversation about your assets, where are they? What are your various sources of retirement income? And how protected are they? Uh, a great way to start that conversation at Matson Financial Services is through our online tool at matsonfinancial.com. If you go there, click Get My Score Now. Uh, Taylor, Laurel, this is a really helpful tool to just start that conversation about what you're comfortable with, especially with everything that's going on right now in the news. Absolutely. And we're going to use that score and take a look at, you know, if somebody's come in for the first appointment, let's say they scored a 51, right? Mm -hmm. Which at a very basic level means, well, 51% of your assets should be allocated towards, you know, more at-risk investments and the other 49 should be safer monies or guaranteed type of accounts. And with that score, a lot of times then we take a look at that client's investments and how they're currently allocated and see a large difference, meaning that client's allocated more in lines with a score of 75 or 80, which means they're taking on 20 to 30% more risk than what they're actually comfortable with. And they don't know that. Mm -hmm. So, and especially with the volatile markets, I think a lot of people's ideas and thoughts around risk have changed and it should, and it should also change as you get closer to that retirement deadline. So it's always a great time to, you know, get a double check, see if it's still in line and see if your plan that you're currently in, is it even in line with where you're at, you know, on that emotional and, and financial risk tolerance score. Real life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast. Well, Social Security is already becoming a hot button issue in the 2024 presidential race. And yes, we're already talking about the 2024 White House race. But uh, seems like just yesterday. Add it on. Right? Tack it, it on really to the does. list now it's of here. swirling yes, thoughts. Here it is. But interesting concept from Republican candidate Nikki Haley, one of those who's already declared her intentions. She told a crowd recently in Iowa, it's time to do something about entitlement programs. Because you've got a situation that Social Security is going to go bankrupt in 10 years. Medicare is going to go bankrupt in five years. You can do what Joe Biden's doing and hide your head in the sand, or as he loves to do, raise taxes. But that's the lazy way out. We need to fix it. Now, her numbers actually come from a nonpartisan government office. I mean, these are real figures, real dates Mm -hmm. that she's talking about here. But one of her ideas is to raise the full retirement age for younger generations on Social Security, not current seniors or those who are closing in right now on retirement but you've been warning us for years at Matson Financial, this may have to happen, right? 
Yeah, I mean, longevity built in. We can obviously see that through the RMD, required minimum distribution process, that they're finally raising those. So it's not a surprise. And I think she's spot on with what she's talking about. However, I love the idea that they're talking about this. But we need Congress to then, you know, and everybody to work together on both sides to have a bipartisan bill and care about it. So I think that's the important Uh, piece. Bipartisanship. Right. (laughs) That magical (laughs) word. Crazy word, right? Obviously, one way to do it to lengthen that full retirement age. And that comes back to the standpoint of, well, okay, so Social Security is still going to be there, but let's say now I can't touch it till I'm 70. Well, now if you still want to retire, let's say in your early 60s, now you're basically forced that you're not going to touch that full retirement benefit until age 70. So where's that income going to be coming from? It puts a lot more of that onus on you as the retiree to make Mm -hmm. sure that you're saving appropriately because we don't know what the future of Social Security holds, unfortunately, whether it's a full retirement age or whatever that might be. We don't know what that's going to do to your plan. So we need to make sure we're planning ahead for those potential uncertainties. And what I love about your approach there at Matson Financial Services is that, you know, uh, for a lot of our listeners, you're getting flyers in the mail all the time inviting you to a dinner to go over social security tactics. And, and maybe they use some language that scares you. And maybe hearing our politician talk about it sometimes, maybe that scares you too about the future mm-hmm. of this program. But there at Matson Financial, you're actually talking to clients about, okay, here are where the rules stand today. And here's how we help you maximize that based on what we know right now. I mean, it's not about scare tactics or trying to get someone in for a chicken dinner. It's about really helping them apply the rules to their own retirement situation and helping them plan for some of these what ifs. You got it. Yeah. And, and Social Security is, I look at it from a financial planning standpoint when I'm running these all these different maximizations and optimizations for clients is, well, this is how you get the most out of Social Security. But now let's look at the income plan because now we're having to spend so much more up front in our early retirement years. Mm-hmm. We're drawing our nest egg down. Well, guess what? You can't call the Social Security Administration and say, hey, I need a pay raise. Right. So maybe optimizing that to get the most out of the system isn't what's really best for your plan. Maybe you should take it a little early. Again, that's different for every single client that comes through the door. I'm looking at it as another income stream and another tool to further your retirement income plan. But I also, my goal would be to preserve what you've got so you're in control of your income, you're in control of your taxes, and then you're in control of what you want to pass on to your family as well. And we're here to help alleviate, I'm not going to say remove the emotions, right? Right. But alleviate the emotional side of all of this. Like you said, people talking about scare tactics and whatever that may be. We just want to educate you so you understand, but we only can do with what the rules and regulations say today. Yes, we're going to plan out for the future as well, but that's why it's changing all the time and plans need to change with it and lots of communication with our clients. Got to have flexibility. Yep. Yeah. Weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.